Thanks for checking out part two here of this episode. Be sure to check out part one for the beginning. Now on to the Maven Show. That's right, it's Quarantine 2020 Snack Draft. Snack Draft. Snack Draft. Uh, see, I, I was actually, I was going to pick Three Musketeers. You, you kind of swiped my pick. No, it's a great pick, Jeremy. Uh, it's a great, uh, great pick. And out of the options are left, I'm definitely going to have to opt for the uh, Bluebell Ice Cream Sandwich, uh, as opposed to like the Zebra Cakes or the Cool Ranch. Mm. I'm not a big fan of Cool Ranch at all. So uh, we're going to go Bluebell Ice Cream Sandwich. And man, I'm telling you, the best part of the the, the ice cream sandwich is when you really get the uh, the flavor pairing between that that mushy crust as you kind of start to chew it up in your mouth with the ice cream. There's a moment in there that's really good. Some of them have a really kind of bad aftertaste, but as long as I think bluebells are usually great. I, I, blue bunnies are really have the bad aftertaste. This is always, that's also the value, some of the value with a Bluebell ice cream sandwich is in like how much of it you can purchase at one time. Oh yeah. To feed so many people. Like the value of that, you know, it's just like, that's like. You don't have to do the scooping Right, oh, for every goodness. individual yes. person. You, you just, get, like, dish it out to all the children. It's like you got that Perfect guy on a rookie party. contract for four years, oh, yeah. and the last two years of those four years, he's going to be an all-star. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's no, like no. the value of that. It's just, that's fantastic. Often underrated, but, but yeah. there's there's something tangible there. But by the end of it, you get like this. Look at all these ice, look at all these ice cream sandwiches. Right. I can feed 20 people. Right? Um, which is on like 15 cents. Which means I don't know what ice cream sandwiches children, cost, but they're dirt cheap. Which so. means that each one of our children can have a ice cream sandwich. That's fantastic. How many children do we have between the three of us? You have a I have fourth to think coming. of it. I've got the fourth on the way. I've got two. You've got three. So that's nine children plus six adults, so 15, so almost 20. Yeah. <laughs> and really, if the adults are having two, then the value of the ice cream sandwich. Yeah, well, you right. just—that's great value there. You the can actually feed all of our families. I'm eating one ice cream sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> now this is where we shift into. I am. Now I'm shifting into like this. I see what's left. I see what's left, and there's certain ones I have to avoid. Right? Like there's someone here that just like you cannot be caught having to pick. And so this is. You know, Jeremy. I think is, we're all gonna have to pick one that we is, really. We are. Yeah. No, we're gonna be stuck with. That's how we've set this up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, you know, I'm gonna be stuck with something here. Uh, I don't want to be stuck with something here that's just so overwhelming. I can't recover if, from it. So I've got to go with zebra cakes. Oh, interesting. I th- I thought you were gonna go with the Doritos. Nope. You're a big Doritos guy overall, right? Nope. Oh, I mean, like, especially nacho cheese. If it's nacho cheese Doritos. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah, because I thought you had like three sure. kinds of Doritos on here originally. No, I had uh, the cheddar and sour cream ruffles. Okay, okay. Right, like right. that's when we had to take that one off. You know, we had another that was like a sour cream and onion lays mm. we had to take off. Mm. Fantastic chips. Fantastic. <laughs> so Tell me more about your feelings. No, don't tell me more. Right, but this is kind of like... The Cool Ranch, to me, the Cool Ranch is a little bit below the, the nacho the nacho cheese Doritos. Okay. A little okay. bit below. So I can kind of... 
Okay. Me personally, my personal taste, I can, I can say, you know what? That's not, that's just not my flavor. It's not my jam. So zebra cakes, especially given, you know, a couple of these other categories, what you might be stuck with. It's just kind of, I feel really good. Do we have to pick one from each category? Do we ever clarify that? No, no, you don't have to. Okay. You absolutely do not have to. Okay. Interesting. Yep. Well, that really changes the little things up a little bit for me. I never thought. I, I definitely didn't think when I got to this point in the draft that Cool Ranch Trios would be on the board still. Great value there. Uh, that is, it's a it's a value get. Yep. For, so for as late in the game as it is. I'm I'm definitely going with Cool Ranch no Doritos. Brainer. No brainer. No brainer, Jeremy. Cool Ranch Doritos remind me of like youth group, like Wednesday nights at church. You've got either like pizza or like Dr. Peppers and a bunch of different Doritos. That's that's that may be why I don't like Doritos. Uh, to me, the thing that comes to mind when I think of Cool Ranch Doritos is definitely the dip stick. You know, the, you, you lick and you dip and mm. you lick again. You're getting all that extra flavor. Oh, at right the there. end. Yeah, that, right. The, the Cool right. Ranch dip Doritos, stick. Cheetos. So leftover residue. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. And you get the whole. You get the get it by the corner. You pop the corners and the. Yes. <laughs> yes. Man, the eyes. No. The way his eyes lit up right there. Lit up. <laughs> it was a joy that was expressed. Euphoria. Uh, yeah. I feel like I may have just drafted Tom Brady. Like that late hey, game listen. getting Tom. Just quit. That's uh, just me. I, listen, this is... This is <sighs> All right. So I actually... I'm pretty confident with this pick. Um... Out of the remaining options, okay. there's one that could compete with it, but uh, right, right now, uh, for my fourth pick, I'm going to go with the dry Nilla wafers. Okay. Other than the dryness, okay. it's pretty, it's pretty tolerable. You've got the at flavor. least, you've at least got some sweetness there. Yeah, you've oh, at yeah, least yeah. got some sweetness there that it's just like enough motivation to to endure the. Like the mouth. I mean, if you literally just had to like just keep it in your mouth until it dissolves, you've right. at least got a decent Suck flavor on it there for like an hour. Yeah. That's I right. mean, banana pudding. I mean, that's the thing that comes. Well, to that's the well. That's the, that's dry. 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 That's dry. how it, it has got to, to be the dry. Seat. It has to be dry. With, with yeah. banana pudding, it's a it's a high B, but. That mean the likelihood that you have all the but you can at least be thinking house not very likely you can at least be thinking about the banana pudding while you eat the dry one yeah right and that that's kind of some consolation. I think I've been there before in the moment of desperation and eating the dreaming banana. of banana pudding uh, not dreaming of, of it but <laughs> but eating the vanilla wafer <laughs> with n- no milk or anything you know it's just yeah maybe we've you all have, been maybe there. you have a coke to wash it there. down you know the coke yeah. All right, Aaron. Great pairing, Coke and great dry pairing. Coca-Cola. The pairing, just right? really brings out the uh, the tannins. The brightness of this wine, really, and that's <laughs> that's the what the fruit. Coke that's the what the fruit. Coke does for the Dilla wafer for you. Yes, yes. Yeah. Lay's potato chips. Yep, that's that's the right call, Aaron. That's what I'm gonna do there. Like, listen, it's plain. It's just it's the plain Lay's potato chips. I can enjoy that. Let's just say, for instance. Late night snack. I say late night snack. Let's say I haven't eaten dinner, right? This is a meal for me. This is, this is, I'm going to build a sandwich. I'm going to build a sandwich. And I'm going to combine, I'm going to take a bite of the sandwich, the saltiness, the extreme saltiness of that Mm -hmm. chip, right? Because it's about the, uh, I'm like building off of different flavors, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm using that, it's that contrast. 
right? It's that complex contrast of oh, flavors. Yeah. That's what the I'm pairing. engineering with that pairing. Mm. That I, that's why I'm like, hey, that's a, I understand grade C right. compared to what we could have had with chips, but I can deal with that knowing that I've got I've got a sandwich I can pair it with at some point. Yep. So yep. I really feel like the Lay's potato chip is it. it I think we don't give it enough credit. I think it should be. A high, I, I, it snuck in. It's an all-around. It's very reliable. Some people are going to say it's more like a B. I, Some I, people I, are going to say that's, that's where probably where you are. This is more like a B. And the only reason I didn't take it was because the Doritos were there. So. Like I want to say, oh, it's, like, course, it's, like the, it's like the Derek Fisher of chips. Where it's like it's a role player. It's got its place. It's never the star, you know, really out out in front shining. He's he's not going. He's going to be here forever. Really, yeah, always there, like never. Like always going to be there, and it's going to be just like, you know what? I'm not going to have like these forty point performances from right, you. Right. But every once in a while, you're going to spot up. You're going to hit a three in the corner, and I'm going to really? be and I'm going to be like. That was a really good chip, Lay. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're back to Jeremy. Correct. It's the worst part of the draft right here. And we this are. Is, this is one of those folks. like. Um, Bottom feeders. Maybe I'll choose which one will be less, the least offended. Like this is where you want to make it's sure like, that you really don't cares? get a bad locker room guy. Yeah. <laughs> like who is going. Chemistry. Who's literally going to be. He's going to be so contagious in the way that he infects the locker room with just like he's got all sorts of off the court things that are distracting him like you know he was really he really was he was here for the shine he was here for the money and he's a little bit young like he doesn't really understand what he's getting into he's going to have a lot of things that can distract him from his, what he should be focused on i feel like that's there's potential here and there's like there's but any of these snacks they don't have the upside yeah, I mean, for me, I'm I'm actually glad with the choices that are here because I've got the one that I wanted at this point in the game. Really? I do have the one that I wanted in the game. Really? Is that because you picked Applejack so early? This is good planning yeah. on your part. It, this I'm, is really good planning. What you got? For this. So uh, I'm, I'm actually, I feel like uh, maybe I'm drafting Ron Artest, but I'm uh, later on I'm going to Me- have Meta World Peace. <laughs> yes. Um, and at this uh, the 2020 quarantine draft. Yes. The Browns pick Lime Sherbert. Wow. Man. Now, now I got to tell you, if Lime Sherbert, if Lime Sherbert, if that, if somebody throws a Sherbet. drink, if someone shows, throws a drink on your Lime Sherbert and it runs into the stands and starts punching people. <laughs> the problem is, if Wallace is ejected, I'm not sure. Now our test has jumped over the scores table and is trying to get down to the bench. Test is in the stands. Fortunately for you, you, it worked out exactly how you wished it would have. So I, t- I took a chance. I took a chance taking Apple Jacks early, hoping that I would get this. Man, so th- this may be because I see a bright spot where you guys don't see anything at all. Uh, it may be it may be because of the the history that we have and the nostalgia that we have. But if I'm faced with candy corn or grape nuts, I am absolutely... I have no idea which is the better of those two. Absolutely going to pick grape nuts. Like candy corn is wax. Like it's just... That's the first time my stomach's turned during this (laughs) this event. (laughs) Jeremy's about to yarf over here. (laughs) The only time I've ever had grape nuts, I was at a friend's house. 
and um, we know this friend. We all know this person. <laughs> um, and this was in high school, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, they offered me grape nuts. Yep. And I was like, I've never heard. I've never had that before. And they're like, Oh, it's kind of delicious. Yes. And they lied. Yep. No. Lied through their teeth. And they're not your friend anymore, are they? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. Not. I don't know who it is. <laughs> I don't so know. Who it is. I'm not gonna say that. But, but they did deceive I don't me know in who that it is. moment. They deceived me in that moment, and uh, you felt cheated. I did. See, I did. Man. But they delivered on other. They had some other foods that really. They at least have good, the redeeming good. value of being like sustenance. You can get something out of them. Hey, listen. At this point. This is one of those things. They keep when, you regular. When I look at, here's what you got to look at, Josh. What else have you picked? Right? Reese's peanut butter cups. <laughs> the chips with the salsa. Yep. Vanilla wafers. And ice cream sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Right? So you've got like a couple there that are high performance level. Totally. Like the grape nuts is just one of those that's just like, if he limits his turnovers, Right, and he can. He's summon, not going to screw up. Don't give up offensive rebounds. Limit your, limit your turnovers, up. and like give me a defensive stop once or twice in a game. A couple times. If Grape Nuts can do that at all, then like, hey, listen, maybe you can be the eighth or ninth man on the bench. You probably won't be in the playoff rotation once we start, you know, getting scrappy oh, and eliminating yeah. that. But yeah. hey, so. That's how you got to view it. That's exactly how I view candy corn. Um, See, I disagree, but you know, this is going to be this is going to be one of those where we're going to find a way to give candy corn some playing time, drop some plays for them. Like candy Just corn. Just make sure his mom doesn't start griping at you. No. Well, here's what we got to do: is we've actually got to get candy corn some value because we need to get candy corn traded as fast ah, as we can. As fast <laughs> as we can. So if we can get them a couple buckets <laughs> early. How do we build them up as a player so we get them off exactly. our Exactly. We need to get him off our books. People yeah. need to be convinced that he's just the kind of person who's going to perform when that's just not really the well, case. I feel like the thing that people undervalue candy corn. I, I'm probably never going to take candy corn if I can avoid it. At but, best, but it's, I, at best it's t- you tolerate it. I'm surprised that it was on the board for you there at the very end. I am too. I am too. don't know how Grape Nuts goes before that, but... That being said, what candy corn, what people don't remember about candy corn is that it makes an excellent projectile. It's I mean, <laughs> kids met acting up. Just, just saying. Hey, Dietrich. Hey, open up, son. And they t- Catch. You know. Will the kid go actually eat it? Yeah, like yeah. in the mouth. Yes, yeah. Y'all, do y'all throw things in their mouth? Popcorn. They're not coordinated enough. They're Malone's. Well, I make like Dietrich has to sit still. Like he can't. I can't expect him to jump for it or anything. But. You can build up to it. Yeah, you can on. build up to it. So I think that we've got obviously. So here are the results that we have from our different picks. Um, so Jeremy, you were you were able to get Cool Ranch Doritos. Oreos and milk. I mean, that is Oreos and milk is big time. That's so big time on that. I feel like I drafted. Uh, who's the guy that the Pelicans got? I can't think of his name. Oh, Zion. Zion that Williamson. That totally right there. Yeah. Yep. No, that's good. Except I don't even think I don't even think you've got some sort of weird potential injury thing that could derail his career. Like I think Oreos and milk is like LeBron. Like I think Oreos and milk is such. Like that was a shoe malfunction. Years and years and years. Like you've got you've got somebody who's just like he's a face of the game, multiple championships, brand recognition, totally. 
fantastic pick. I'm so very happy with that. We are, we are going to go like buy these things tonight, right? Three Musketeers. <laughs> like, where we each have to like actually take these home and, and eat these all together. I don't know. You picked Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to buy some tonight. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy got Three Musketeers, Lime Sherbet, Apple Jacks, Josh. Got them cafe style on the border chips and chunky salsa, Nilla wafers. Yes. Reese's peanut butter cups. That's a great pick. Oh gosh, I love that. Bluebell ice cream sandwiches. Solid pick. And grape nuts. Grape nuts. Okay. Right. I get lace potato chips, zebra cakes, candy corn, Brahms chocolate chip cookie dough, and cinnamon toast crunch. So. Cinnamon toast crunch. I, that that went so. Funny. I think we also we also did a very good job. I, f- I feel like when we look back on this, it's the balance yeah, of salty, sweet being represented on each of ours, each of our different. Yeah, picks. we actually ended up this uh, unintentionally choosing one from each category. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. I, that's that's. This may be asking too much of you, Aaron. But like, what kind of team would you ch- like? If you were going to look at these teams, could you come up with some like some comparisons to what these rosters would look like in real life? Hmm. This is tough. I mean, this is really tough. I, I honestly feel like between Cinnamon Toast Crunch and the value that I have on cereal, and Cinnamon mm-hmm. Toast Crunch is just like it's got that special place in people's hearts for sort of thing, right? And then I've got Brahms Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough, right, which is up there, which is up there, and some people, they might even think, you know, cookie dough, ice cream. The goat. is like, it's really, it's, it's up there, and it might be more valuable to them than the Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Right, if you, if you but my drop off. Home and tried Brahms cookie dough ice cream. Well, <sighs> Brahms, Brahms is where come, it's at. come to the Mecca. Yes, and and taste. Oh, fantastic! Taste and see. Now my drop off there for my third right would be zebra cakes, right? But I think this is this is as close as I feel like I can get to what what they had with the with the Heat a few years mm. ago, with having you've got LeBron, right? Which uh, for me would be like probably cinnamon toast crunch, okay. Mm-hmm. You've got chocolate chip cookie dough, which is D Wade. D Wade. D Wade. Right. Mm-hmm. There's this weird sort of like you know, D Wade is like everybody thinks he stepped back and like did this wonderful thing to like hand LeBron the team, and maybe there's something true to that, but it's also kind of like, well, geez, LeBron, like what would be, what would, what's wrong with you if you don't hand him the team? He's LeBron James. So, but they're right. Great one and two, maybe a one and one a or one, one, one a and one B, right? That's how close those are. And I've got a little bit of a drop off maybe with Chris Bosch at that, at that zebra cake. Right. But that's still like to have that high quality of performer on those three spots. It's like, I know we're going to, we're going, we're going to a conference finals, worst case scenario, conference finals, worst case scenario with that. And when Bosch, like when and the zebra cake was older, you know, back in the day when it was better, back before they changed up the recipe, you know, back when he was when, with Montreal, he was really good. Yeah. And you mentioned, like, what, I don't know, somebody changed the recipe or something. It was just. I, I just remember, maybe my taste buds changed, but whenever I was younger. Could have been. Could have been. Could have been. I like spicier things now, so maybe that's the case. Maybe that's what it is. I'd like to think they changed it, though. Your standards may have changed, too. So do we want to. We're, we're dealing with this wonderful snack draft, right, that is one of our coping me- mechanisms for dealing with the quarantine that we've all had to participate in for an extended period of time now. So this would be uh, – I was curious about this. You know what the worst part of quarantine has been? What's that? Not being able to get my hair done. 
Is it? Is oh, that like haircut, beard trim, like I try. I, I feel like a wild man now. I will say, Hear if that roar. is the worst part, if that is the worst part of your quarantine, you are much better off. Than it's a definitely lot of first world pro- problems. Yeah, <laughs> you're much better off than many people. So I, I had to shave my own neck. Like I had to do the back, mm. trim it up. You know, myself. Oh, I couldn't even. I did the mirror. I mean, my lovely wife. Yeah, I don't know how she deals with that for me. Yeah, I had a mirror. Somehow, and like a, I can't even try. I don't. To. I don't trust my wife with that. See, for me, because we've got with a newborn. That, good clarification. <laughs> I really trust my wife. Yes. Yeah. Things, it's just not, not cutting that. the back of your head. You have in a line in a song about how she can't see or something. Oh yeah. 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 Just asking. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for another episode. <laughs> I would say, I would say, so it's worth asking. I was just curious about this. It's just like, what if we had this situation where you're basically trying to have a, an entire country self-quarantine to a certain degree, and you've got all this communication and information that's just flooding everybody via the internet. Mm-hmm. But what if this situation happened where you have something like COVID-19, like, and we don't have the internet? Like, what would change for you personally in an experience like that? Or, like, how would the world be different? Like, what could that look like? Because I think that would, that's just, that's not that long ago. It honestly isn't that long ago. And it feels like it. It feels, (laughs) right? But it's like, you know, in this like vast history of human experience, it's like that really wasn't terribly long ago. We didn't have the internet. What if something like that were to happen where you have like this? You know, you've you've actually got a virus like this that's occurring, but you don't have the internet where everybody's getting all this different, you know, some information says it's this bad, some for information, you got all sorts, it's all over, where some people think it's a hoax. I mean, there's like, oh, it, yeah. the spectrum is so vast for what the information you could find out there in just a Facebook feed. So what if, what if we didn't have a situation where like we have the internet? What would that even look like? And how would it look different? So it's hard to me, like life in general without the internet's hard to imagine um, to totally. some degree. Even our careers, like real estate related. Oh yeah. That's one of the most bizarre things that you, you're thinking about that and how yeah. that would be oh, potentially yeah. different. When it's like a physical book, like the MLS, instead <laughs> of being an internet website, is a physical book that every agency has to like pass around with each other. The potential for disease Remember? transmission. Oh my goodness. Yeah, realtors, we would be like high risk. We'd be front lines getting slayed oh, yeah. with Corona. Oh yeah, you think it's bad enough like opening a door that somebody else has opened, but it's like, no, I mean, everybody in town just touched this piece of paper. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, no, that's absolutely brutal. But uh, I just, you know, I don't know what other thoughts you guys have on that. I just feel like it would be so I, different. I would know a lot less about Carol Baskins. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> the best. Carol Baskin. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, I would see a lot more of Kelly Ogle and Mike Morgan. Yeah, just news, local news anchors, time. totally. It's been a long time since I've really spent some quality time there. Yeah, when we were preparing for this, you made a good point about that, Aaron, that like we would basically, the news that we would get about this would be in the morning getting ready, like we would be getting ready to go to school or whatever, you know, going to it's work. Like most people, they would get it in the morning. They would get it like five or six, and then 10 o'clock. Yeah. Hear about for most people, it. that's what that's the, what, it would, what it would be now. Yep. Like a couple times a day. Yeah. Instead of like every hour. Constant. Every time yeah. you open up, get yeah. a new notification. Constant. Oh, what's on my news you feed? can't avoid. Like you right. literally can't. And unless you just don't get on Facebook, you can't avoid hearing about this and how bad it is or potentially bad it is oh yeah like i invasive 
we were talking about this. Like, I, I don't know if it would even happen. The wide scale uh, knowledge. Well, not, not even knowledge. Certainly like that. Shutting Certainly down that. of everything in such a short period of time where it's like all these businesses are closing, all this stuff is happening. Yeah. And the reason for that is right now, so you, you open up your news feed and, and all of your friends who you trust have an opinion. Mm-hmm. Like you at least have some that group of friends who is like really crazy, like mm-hmm. we got to shut everything down right now because I've got vulnerable family members or I would qualify or whatever, yes. that kind of thing. Um, and so, and, and that's not necessarily crazy. It's just like very outspoken about it. And, and intimate, like people you, it's people you care about, people you totally. trust. Yeah, totally. And so you're more inclined to be like, okay, well, yeah, I could kind of go, go with that. Whereas if you're just getting it from like the local news station and from the official source and you're totally. not talking this is Walter all the time Conkite. and hearing all the opinions. and yeah. coronavirus is shutting down the state. Dan rather reporting, right. Yeah. And he would report with. But, but it's like, I think everything's still shut down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there wouldn't be this inundation of a thousand different perspectives and a thousand different viewpoints. I, I that think is people like, would be a lot less likely to comply because they wouldn't trust the really? official sources as much as they trust their friends. Hmm, that's it's interesting. hard. Yeah, it's hard. But, but that's a hard because I do think there was like a, there was more respect for journalism and more respect for sure. Walter Cronkite, Cronkite or it's like he said it and he wouldn't lie about it. And like, that's a, like, it's as bad as it is. Uh, I, that's the way I would think. I mm-hmm. think the generation before us, they see the news as like they, it, a lot more trust for authority there. Mm-hmm. That, that's my read on that. What's your thought on that? Andy? Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's, it's just, it's interesting to think about. It's interesting to think about like, how would people, how would, what would people do differently? Like what would, would they be they, arguing about? How would they respond differently? You know, like, would they actually trust, would they actually trust the news in a way that was just like, you know, unquestioning whatsoever? Would they actually buy toilet paper in like a pandemonium? Correct. Where it's like, yeah. you can't find toilet paper? <laughs> Which fortunately now it seems like that there's, that's bouncing back and I'm there's really, more. I'm really glad that Corona is not like a pooping virus. Where like I've seen local, oh my goodness. I, but I've, locally it's been like, I think they probably limit it to like one, uh, yeah. one package yeah, like rationing. when you purchase. Yeah, there's like a rationing of that sort of thing. But rationing of toiletries. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I mean, at least one thought that I have on that is that there's so much different information that is actually being, it's just, you can, you literally can go through a feed and you can see somebody who's just like, we're not, do, we're not taking this serious enough. And then like the next person below, below that thinks that this is like fake. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. literally that like it's made up. And it's, now listen, there, there isn't like, there aren't as many of those at this point who think that it's just like a fake right. made up right. f- event. But it's like, that's the, the, the difference between those two, like literally one post right below another. Oh yeah. And they're both so outspoken and you're seeing their posts all day, every day. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. I think that like, there is something to the aspect of how confusing that that is for the public uh-huh. to just be like, um, you, you, you almost feel like you've either got to like, you've got to take a side to eliminate confusion. Right. Like, I think that that's how pe- a lot of people feel. They've either got to be like, a, you know, you're either going to err on the side of caution and do this, or you're going to go down this like weird wormhole of just like 
everything's a conspiracy and right. this is all a hoax and there's like this. And that's where people, they tend to, oh, there yeah. are people, they tend to get stuck with this, like it's either way over here or it's way over here. That actually kind of bleeds into another, another, I think like thought exercise or whatever, where you can say, who really even knows the economic impact this is going to potentially have? Yep. Like whether it's like, you know, again, people think it's just, it's going to be this disastrous event versus just like, we're going to get on the other side of this and some things are going to be different, but overall it's going to be similar to where we were just a few months ago. Mm -hmm. And it's like, people are all over the place on that. Right mm -hmm. now we don't have enough data housing market wise to be like, you know, are we going to see like that much of a, of a decrease in houses that have actually closed when we look at data, when we look at the previous month, starting from like May 14th or May 15th and looking at it, when you look at this small window that we've had, like just this, take hey. this, this last month or whatever. Right. And there was, it was basically between like, um, March 12th to around like April 11th when I pulled this up the other day, you basically had like 237 closings, right? Mm -hmm. Let's take that time, that's about 30 day window last year, right? Now, and I don't think that we've had enough time for this to, to unfold to and really see, what but let's just take like, like the number of closings that have actually occurred. Uh, it's right? like solds on the MLS during that Solds on the MLS yeah. during that period. We had about 237 was the number that I saw. Okay. Right. And that's just for, you take March 12th to April 11th and you look at that data, 237. Well, last year during that same time period, you had like 255. Okay. Right. I don't think that's as extreme yeah, of a drop a off, right? And you're, and, you're, and you're looking at something that was like, you know, it was either 255 or 251, but it was, in, it was like that kind of range, you yeah. know? It was like nothing, and you'd even had, uh, the previous year was maybe like, same time frame, four closings, different. Like it was, you know, 259, 251 to 255 or 255 to 259. It oh, was yeah. like, it was similar. Well, cause the experience of like, like going out and showing houses has still been really intense. Like I've shown several, uh, you know, kind of under 200 and more totally. type properties or are you on Mustang? Like all, and it's like the competition, the number of agents who you're like crawling over to, to actually try to get into a house and, and compete for it. It still seems really high. So I don't think in Oklahoma right. we're that all getting impacted. We don't yet. see signs yet. Right. Housing market specifically. Right. When we look at just like what are, especially drawing from our experience and looking at a couple of the numbers. Right. It's just like, we don't see any indications yet that would be like this drastic, dramatic skies falling in the house right. market thing. Now that well, could, I could imagine something like that could totally change with this. After we talk about like, if it's like six months, everybody's unemployed, then that changes kind of everything. Shoot, in life three months from now, right. like the, the the unemployment rate once that thing has carried through, right. and we're like into the summer, so we're still only like estimating what unemployment will be. Yeah, like, and, totally. and I, I recognize that like you, there are certain cues and things, but a lot of the speculation is. Cause I had heard like at one point, like 30, 30% or something like that. And that was entirely a projection. Like I was even the repeating projection that. Itself. It was yeah, entirely yeah, yeah. a projection. I'm like, Oh, right. it's currently four. Like, okay, well I get that there are reasons why you project that, but also maybe our assumptions are a little bit skewed. Well, then that's the, yeah. I think that that's like, it's the difference between somebody taking a bunch of information and trying to plan Right. You know, strategically plan and yeah. just like, like what's okay. our worst case scenario we need to be ready. I for. love planning from yeah. worst case right. scenarios. Like I think that that's a very healthy thing for people and to do. And then publish it on the nightly news. <laughs> 
However, if we're going to do that to where it is like this, you're planning in such a way that is actually like you've got a bunch of anxiety, like you're stressing out over a bunch of things that that people actually do. No one knows. Like right, no one right. knows how this is going to play out and function over the next two months, six months, extended period of time. Kind of like no one knows anything about the future, but they often feel like they do much more than they do right now. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. No. And there's, and there's been good stuff as far as just like, at least from what we've experienced here with, uh, I mean, there's a whole weird thing with virtual tours and showing houses. Yep. There's like virtual open houses that yep. people have performed. There's been like, um, I think Zoom meetings is like this bizarre, all of a sudden everybody's doing yeah, Zoom meetings. Yep. Like Companies schools, yeah. schools are doing Zoom meetings, like classes, like in the way that they run and operate. Like there's a weird thing there that, you know, without even getting into it, there's this weird thing of like, where is education going? This is a different conversation when we get into just like student debt, the success rate of of education in our country, like state, country, what does education look like that's good? And now all of a sudden we had this thing occur where you've literally forced hundreds of thousands, millions of children to actually go through something that is like, it's basically like online learning. Yeah. You're not actually having to go to a physical location. Yep. And it's just like, that's a weird experiment that we all just went through and we're still, we're still in it, mm-hmm. but it's yep. just like, we're all going through this where it's just like, is that going to make people think twice about the way that like education should need, work. should work and should function? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. it's a weird byproduct, byproduct right. of just being forced to go through something like this. Yeah. You know, well, and a lot of employers too. Like, do do we really need to have as much of a physical? Do we need people coming into the office every day? Does that really need to happen? You talk about expenses, like expenses for office for an office space, you know, and just like what what that costs, and then all of a sudden, you, all that overhead. Not that to interrupt you, but yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. No, that being eliminated from the bottom line for businesses, it's like, oh well, forty percent of the people that we have on staff can work from home. <laughs> it's just like, well, that's could be a revolution of sorts. Something that's just like we never would have. Like it's weird because it is actually embracing the internet at scale, like on every. Yeah, that's an interesting way to say how, that. However, like really deeply, like integrating into our society. So and it being forced, like it wasn't right. just like this. Uh, you know, unless there's just some weird plan with the thing. But like, who knows? Right. But what's this just like, well, let's go, let's really try to figure out if we can, let's be super isolated. And then also still have this, this kind of contact regarding like how we structure our business with like hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. Or how we do education statewide where it's, you know, it's through like online learning. You know, we wouldn't have, we, our hand would not have been forced to do something like that. Like that's, it's such a, the risk, the, whatever a person wants to say that's involved with that. It's like, we never would have figured, tried to figure that out. And now this is like forced us to try to figure out something like that. And there's going to be like, it's just, it's, it's, I'm curious what's actually going to continue. Like on the other, what's, what's going to stick, stick out of this? Yeah. What's going to mm-hmm. stick on the other side of this stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it probably changes the world. Though. I mean, some of it is going to stick. Some of some of this people are going to look at and they're going to say, wow, we should have innovated like this. I think I saw a text or a, a tweet by uh, Seth Godin talking about how business owners, you know, 
business owners are being forced to do this remote type work and they should have done it a long time ago because yeah. they could have and they they waited to get forced into it because they should kind of keep doing the same thing you've been doing but then when you have to embrace a new thing you're yeah. like oh that's why i should have done this. i should have done this yeah. a long time ago yeah i think a lot of people are seeing that that's a yeah a reality yep so I no, but to, to circle back around to the real estate thing, like um, I think something that a lot of people miss on when they think about something like the real estate market and what are the economic impacts going to be and how is this all, how's the sky going to fall on the economy and all this kind of stuff. It's so easy to like connect the national average type stuff with yourself and like assume when you're listening to the news out there and hearing about the chicken little kind of scenarios and whatever and think like that's going to be me. Totally. Which everybody's been impacted whenever the stock market drops, yep. you know, 28%. Absolutely. Uh, like everybody feels that. But yep. as far as real estate, one of the things that I've found fascinating through doing a lot of research, and we'll go into this in more detail in some other show, but the Oklahoma real estate market behaves totally differently than most of the national market. Yeah. Uh, the way I always describe it to clients is that it's really boring. So like, um, <laughs> whereas the national average goes up 20% one year, like you're, you're, your $100,000 house turned into $120,000 in one year. Right, right. Uh, and then down 12% the next. Totally. The fluctuation is Huge mad. volatility, yeah. huge up and down. Uh, Oklahoma like typically fluctuates between 1% and 6% positive yeah, appreciation. Yeah, totally. And so even in the worst of the uh, 08 crash that was felt in 09 and 2011, where everybody else is having these huge dips in value, our market average like appreciation change was half a percent. Like uh, people lost half a percent. Totally. So it's yeah. like on your hundred thousand dollar house, you lost 500 bucks, which you actually more than made up for that in your equity that you're putting away every month, like in your, in your mortgage payments. So like, it's just a different game in Oklahoma since like 84. Yeah. Like the last like the crazy oil crash. So it was like, Oh, well it was, it was like based on corruption and Mick Cornette has a, movie about it the boom the bust and the bomb and stuff but mm. we'll talk about that more later but that's yeah. i think a relevant piece for people to understand is like real estate national doesn't mean that your house is going to get hit yeah. in the same way yeah, even though no, stock market national means your portfolio got hit well even in like the last two like one to two years the coasts like california and florida nobody in oklahoma is freaking out about real estate but like in california and florida over the last two years they've been feeling a lot of pressure. There's been a lot of up and down that hasn't happened here, even mm -hmm. in, you know, two years. Yep. And yep. we're not, not to, yeah, I, I don't think yep. we're going to be affected the same not, way. It's, not, it's just a different game here. It's, it's, it's much smoother. It's not to say you don't have any down, but it's just, it's not the same game usually. Yeah, Danielle and I were watching the big short the other day, yeah, yeah. you know, and they're driving through the, the neighborhood in Florida. And it's like, I sold that house for $350,000. <laughs> and the next year I sold it for four twenty five. And the next number. year I sold it for 600000 Oh, and everybody's cashing them out, like uh, yeah. doing refis and HELOCs yeah. and all that. It, that did not happen in Oklahoma. Mm, At least it, didn't, it didn't happen over the last five years. Oh, yeah. Yep. And so like everybody who's talking about a real estate crash, like maybe... Yes, unemployment impacts real estate, but this is not a real estate focused crash. And the like cycles happen every about seven years in the stock market. You look over the, the history of the stock market and uh, only half of the time does real estate get impacted. Real estate's actually resilient to half of the crashes. 
So that's good stuff. I mean, I for me personally, if it was if we didn't have the internet right now, when this happens for me personally, uh, I probably would have been stuck exercising more. <laughs> right? <laughs> probably. And stuck is probably the right word. I was going to say exercising <laughs> more. Uh, what does your exercising look like apart from the corona? Like what, what, what is less? Great what question. Because recently, oh. recently, now that you mentioned that, there has been an increase in my exercise. Oh. Um, you been listening to too much Gary Vee. No, I mean, this was, this is just simply us oh. doing what oh, we yeah, did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. right. I, hey, I just to, so everyone knows when you, you're going to watch something soon. Yes. And you're going to want to know what did that guy weigh? That's a question <laughs> that's going to come. I wonder, I just wonder how many gravity units is that fellow? <laughs> and I weighed last night on March 13th. This is right after we shot this yes. video. This that's video. About to come up. And, uh, I was surprised. I was pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly okay. Surprised. Good. That's a good surprise. Um, I was 287.1. Solid. 287.1. But I'm pretty sure that's because um, some of my red meat has turned to white meat, if that yes. makes sense. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. I, I lost a little muscle and gained a little uh, yeah. cushion. It's the quarantine 15. I thought I've I literally thought gained 20. 20. Is yeah. that what it was? So in the middle of all this mayhem, if you've been curious... What has your, maybe you haven't been in contact with a friend over, with a particular friend over the last 30 days or so, and you're curious what they've been up to. This basically summarizes it. <laughs> you know, I've got a lot of friends that have been uh, struggling recently to because like, they, they can't go to the gym. Well, like, some friends have been struggling <laughs> right here, struggling under your weight. But uh, yeah, a lot of people like walked out of gyms. They can't go to the gym and work out. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. I think we we may have found their solution. Oh yeah, it's my, the uh, oh, yeah the the week. What is it called? My this right weekend of the blinding lights by the weekend. Blinding uh, lights. It's the TikTok blinding lights challenge. Blinding lights challenge. And uh, my hamstring and, uh, you know, calves are really feeling My right side is really feeling it for carrying you. What a... Yeah, and I love the... Uh, the <laughs> what a wonderful... It was like the fight. face that you made halfway through, <laughs> where it was like, hi! <laughs> and... You nailed it. You really nailed oh, yeah. it with that performance. I, I want to really give a did. shout out to Wes Singleton. He was my high school musical music teacher. Yes. And he was very adamant that, that we not have a bored look on our face in show oh choir. Because if you, you don't want, he would say, don't act like you're in a fishbowl, just being a fish. Like you got to, you got to. Good call. Brighten up your face whenever you're dancing. Um, so thank you. You certainly Mr. did, Jeremy. Yeah, you could see the bright eyes. You inspired that. You inspired that. Yeah, he would be proud. And, and I did. I did appreciate your uh, your 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 Maven Raven yes. fluttering at the top at the at the top there. It's so, it's still with us after five years. It's an often underappreciated um, history of of the Mavens. You know, yep. it, it rarely communicated about, but it's it's deep. The degree, how much practice had to go into that, and then just like. That f it was just so hot in that room. I mean, it just <laughs> See, this humidity in that room for me. 
was just at such a level that was. Whew, you and I have different experiences as far as that goes every, all the time. Like literally you think it's hot under these lights and I'm. For, I'm okay now. I'm okay it now. It was hot. It was hot. But so I mean, anyway, um, hot like a salad. In the interest of seeing some of that that practicing, we uh, we went ahead and threw together an outtake clip as well. Perfect. We and were tenacious. Here. I think that would be the word I would say to describe us was tenacious. Focus. Focus. The, Focus. Determination. The, the, all that. My favorite quote the entire time was. Uh, when Jeremy, you told us that you had practiced for half an hour the night before. Yes. What else? Um, that I hadn't practiced. I never got it right. <laughs> that, that was like, that was the point. You practiced the wrong thing. You had no, practiced for, for half an hour. You know, <laughs> and some failed people, to get it right. <laughs> some people say, you know, that you know, practice makes perfect. Other people say that perfect practice makes perfect. And sure. I say that I I fail upwards. <laughs> Like a rocket ship. Well, you made all of us proud. I think your performance was... Um, it was shocking, actually. You should get an award it, for it. Yeah. You should get an award for it. Yeah. I don't know what to give, give you. Maybe your reward was getting the number one pick in the snack draft. I, you so. know, I feel like I earned it um, yeah. through sweat and like tears. think all the little people. <laughs> all the little people that are... There are a lot of people that are smaller than me. So, so here is the, uh, here's the full sequence of outtakes. And, yeah, here we go. I, I love my balance. He kept falling to the right. How much of this room my arms take up? You get it? All of it? Yeah, that's right. Hashtag fill the sleeves. Fill the sleeves. <laughs> Again, wonder and hope. <laughs> That was. Uh, that really brings him back to majestic. center. Yep. Brings him back, back to center. Bar, guys. So ready, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, dab. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm never gonna fight it to recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Tiger. Now I understand. <laughs> How's that look? <laughs> I saw Tiger. And a tiger saw a man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> that one came fast. Can I rocket any flight? <laughs> I had it. I love how I can see my belly button. Oh, hold on, hold on, slow down, slow down, slow down. Did you did you hear? This is where Aaron starts saying all this. Uh, I don't want to have. Heat stroke. Heat stroke. <laughs> That's concerned. That's concerned about heat stroke in that room. <laughs> I was very impressed with y'all's strength. Y'all lifted me several times. This was a team building exercise for sure. Oh my gosh. A team building, a team falling. It was muscle building for sure. It was quite the exercise. Mm. Like I hadn't had in a long, long time that exercise for sure.
Well, great work. I think we killed it on that one. Yeah, no doubt. I, I couldn't believe that our first, like, in the actual video, it's like Jeremy's, like, fishing for, like, the right beat, and then suddenly it goes dab, and it's, like, moving like, I, I, perfectly I, I, I could not, I could never feel the left foot in the beginning part, but I could always feel where the dab, I could just feel where the dab was. I just, that part was, it was, um, for the for the most part, that the dab was... Just made sense to you. How just qu- made sense. How quickly did you guys recognize whether it was your own personal practice or like we're up here messing with whatever? Like, how quickly did you recognize or when was the moment that this was going to be as hard as it was? I realized that in my kitchen. Uh, <laughs> it's about two nights ago. I think it, I think it took me thirty seconds. Yeah, no, I think it was thirty seconds into this. Maybe, I was like, I, I maybe twenty five. I think I bit off a little bit more than I could chew. It's about like, thirty seconds into this. I was. I never said, I never vocally said this, but it, the thought passed in my head, maybe Aaron will check, choose to not do this. <laughs> maybe I'm not the only one. It's good that you, on it. I think it's good that you didn't ask because I probably would have said, let's just scrap it. Well, so. yeah, yeah. And I'm, I was, I'm, I loved it. I'm a tip to, to, I loved the, that thing. That's right down my alley. Hey, you're a performer, dude. I am That's, a performer at heart. Jump into that. I got to tell you, it's just like I personally, when we started going, we started filming this uh, Blinding Lights Challenge. Personally, it right around that 30, I was 30 seconds into this. I'm at home and I've got like this. I can kind of see my own reflection on a TV screen that I've just got wall mounted, right? I can see my own reflection. And I was just, there was this, I'm thinking, do I look, do I look as much like the legendary Chris Farley character, <laughs> Barney, from the Chippendales Dancers Dance. Do I look as much like that as I feel like I do in this moment? Because that is exactly how I felt in that moment was just this. Now, to, that's, to be honest, I'm probably giving myself too much credit, right? Because his I performance was, was so, he was so spot on, right? He was very exact. A lot with of his, yeah, yeah. I, So I'm probably giving myself too much credit. Well, that's I, the I truth. was very impressed with you and Josh. Oh, I, thank you. I think the, the thing that, you know, my, the, what I bring to the table is is comedy um yeah don't, but don't underestimate yourself right comedy like, and uh and you know i'm shameless to a degree um <laughs> and then also there i also experienced shame too and, and express that too but uh, of course yeah but you and josh both did a really good job like uh, like every time y'all were always together and like i couldn't actually see it because I, I was up there by my lonesome like i couldn't see behind right me. yeah well, well that was part of the challenge with where you were. were together the whole time oh it, it, i it, <laughs> y'all were though y'all were a lot together a lot more than i was so yeah (laughs) but the whole experience like that i had when making a murderer came out Uh right and there was just like this this is different like this is a different thing right and the just the hysteria that happened publicly with that was just this like all of a sudden everybody i get on facebook it's just everybody's posting about it sharing this article like you guys gotta watch this thing it same like even to a heightened degree, because it was this weird, it, it puts you in this strange place because there's so many different things occurring. It's with the such show. a freak show. It's but like it, everything is. 
Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just like the most, on many different levels, the most unpredictable thing that you can right, watch right. for like a, here's a 20-minute segment. 20 minutes into that thing, like, though. Like, who would have thought Carol Baskins actually killed her husband? Like. But, like, who who really doubts that after <laughs> you watch people, that episode? Most people, the majority of people would say just like, oh, yeah, no, that's probably what happened. Right. You know, and it's like this. But to have that experience that was this. You're 20 minutes into that first episode, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, this is going to be a different thing." Mm-hmm. And it's, it's I remember you called thing. me. You called me after you watched the second one. You were like, "You have, oh got, my gosh, you have, you have to got, call, like you have you to watch have it right got. now." So it's just so many people were posting their hashtag Tiger King, and they had so many different kind of posts about what they were watching. You know, the spectacle that they were witnessing with this show when they tuned in for the first time to actually check it out. And it was this was one in particular I came across, uh, Amy. Mousy, sorry if I'm butchering that last name. Sorry about that. But this post, hashtag Tiger King on Netflix has literally everything that you could want in a docuseries. Tigers, lions, big cat mafia, polyamory, imaginary friends, drug dealers, country music videos, amputation, and a murder mystery. <laughs> she goes on to say, I also need to stress that we're only two episodes in. Oh, yeah, and it gets worse. It, like, turns into arson and, and you know, uh, gubernatorial races mixed with murder for hire and, like, all kinds of, like, where he, like, literally gets... Races. Yeah. Presidential races. Presidential races, yeah. yeah. Well, who's the imaginary friend? What's that bit about? I don't even remember that part. No, who's I Who's the imaginary friend? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't... I was, when you said that, I was trying to remember it. But it's just the all over the board with these different things that are occurring on that show. It's just this, I, I what can't. did they not the, touch? The only, I mean, no, the only person like, you actually trust more as the show goes on is the, the manager guy who doesn't have any legs. Oh, sure. Like I, I think everybody else in that show, you're like, there's some people who are okay, but you're like view of them definitely decreases. And there's always that kind of thing. Well, but then, the yeah. one that I really, the, the guy that I appreciated the most and I felt was the most trustworthy was the uh, the kid that was selling ammunition at Walmart and got picked up to be his <laughs> his libertarian um, gubernatorial candidate campaign manager. That kid seemed like he seemed like really cool. And he was a little not, freaked out, but yeah, he was a little freaked out. But like I think he was like pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. He, he had perspective on like, this is one of the weirdest situations I could ever imagine being. <laughs> but he's still young though. So he, he could still get yeah. caught up in this thing and taken to places unknown. That's true. That's true. There's still time for that for him. Yeah. Tiger King two season two. Uh, yeah. Season two, man. It's going to happen. Yep. It's going to happen. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it goes in the appeals court <laughs> and whether Carol actually get, I literally Carol and Doc An- Ansel are totally going to get busted, right? Like, are they going to get put behind bars? Boy, I don't know. The time it takes. I mean, when you think of the thing that happened with making a murderer and how just like there was the public outcry oh, yeah, of like... literally impacted the court proceedings. Yeah, no, result. and it's just like, yeah. that still hasn't unfolded. Right. But that's right. not unfolded. I right. mean, like, it's still years. I well, mean, they, they've like years. opened up the case on like, that, on the disappearance of her ex-husband. Like, they've opened it up again in the county. Wow. So who knows what's going to happen there. I saw a reporter ask Donald Trump whether or not he was going to... <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
How is that free possible? Joe? Whether he's yes, going to free Joe? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember Donald's answer, but I don't the either. Dog. No, that's but that's hilarious. That's hilarious. When it gets to but that no. level, you know that you've probably had a pretty successful docu series. When it's you guys, the president, Donald, president Trump. being asked a question about that. Yeah, as innocent, especially as in the middle of what we're at, what we're in right now. As innocent like, as Stephen Avery is, it never really made it to the president. So. It didn't, did it? Well, do you, or, or, yeah, maybe in any, in any meaningful capacity or anything that we really saw, I guess, that was like a, here's a short clip of him being asked a question or something. I can't remember anything either about that. So No, but I have to say one of the most, um, one of the funniest realizations that I had afterward, I, I was really shocked and impressed by how good of a country singer Joe Exotic was. It wasn't bad. And then I find out afterwards... What that he that? hires someone to write and record all of these songs, <laughs> and then he just lip syncs over them for the video. Lip syncs over them. So um, that kind of well, hurt life, a little bit. His like life the artistic was, purity. Is that, is that true, the lip syncing lip thing? That's what I heard. Yep, yeah. It was a, a professional artist was hired <sighs> to sing for him, to write the music. But you know what? It was inspired by his life. He kept the, no, that true. artist did a tremendous job at like keeping the the integrity of who Joe was yeah. and speaking from his voice. Here, Kitty Kitty is. If you haven't watched that video, it's a tough assignment. It's disturbing. That's a tough assignment. Uh, so well, you have to know some of the backstory with Carol Baskins to understand it. But uh, wow, like how does someone write that when it's not actually their opinion or they're there? You may relate to this more, Aaron, but I actually liked I like. I, I didn't like it whenever Joe performed it, but whenever they had the professional person perform it, the like this small town or this little town, you know, like oh, that, yeah. that kind of hit me oh, in the feels. Really? About Winnie yeah. Wood. Yeah. Did you feel that for Vertigris? And I felt it for Lone Group for sure. 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 That was a big city boy. Yeah, there was, yeah. <laughs> there's something to that. There's something to that in the fields. Mm. All right. I ain't much to add after that. That's a wrap. Peace. Until yeah. next time. Deuces. See ya. Thanks for watching The Maven Show. Be sure to subscribe to our channel for all the latest clips and episodes. Also, comment below with what you thought was the most interesting or helpful from this video. And if you want to help us out, please like and share our posts on social media. Thanks so much.